The message you're about to listen to is produced by CRISO Media. We are looking at why pray. Can you remember what we said last week? The primary purposes of what? Beautiful. So we said, number one, why we pray is to develop or cultivate intimacy with the Father. To develop or cultivate intimacy with God the Father. Number two, we said prayer is a command. In other words, God the Father expects us to pray. Luke 18 verse 1. The Bible says they speak a parable unto, unto this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. First Thessalonians 5 verse 17. The Bible says pray without ceasing. Number three, we said God invites us to pray. Prayer is responding to a divine invitation. We saw that last Sunday, Jeremiah 3 verse 3 says, Call unto me, and I'll answer thee, and I'll show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Number four, prayer is an opportunity to participate in God's redemptive plan. Matthew 9, 37 to 38. Jesus said, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray ye the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. It is God's harvest, but he tells us to pray. So we are partnering. We said the fulfillment of God's plan on earth requires divine human collaboration. One way we partner with God is in the place of prayer. Number five. We said through prayer, we unlock new phases of God's plan for our lives. Through prayer, we unlock new phases of God's plan for our lives. Mark 1, 35 to 38. Jesus went to pray and God told him to go to the next city. Luke 6, 12 to 19. Jesus went to pray all night. When he came down, God told him to choose 12 disciples. After that, the power of God was so strong, people started touching the, the garment of Jesus and they were healed. He entered a new phase. Luke 9, 28 to 36. When Jesus was through praying, the Bible says that the father spoke from heaven and said this is my beloved son hear ye him Elijah and Moses appeared to him and spoke concerning his death number six we said through prayer we initiate changes upon the earth we saw that in Philippians 1.19 I know that this shall turn to my salvation through your prayer and the supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ we saw that also in 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways. It says, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. It says, 
that I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. Let's look at Philemon 1 verse 22. It says we, we turn things through prayer. We initiate changes through prayer. Philemon 1 22. It says, with all prepare for me for I trust that through your prayers I shall be given unto you. See that? The man was in prison. He says, when you pray for me, I shall be given unto you. Number seven. We continue now from number seven. Prayer gives you speed. Prayer gives you speed. The speed of God's work in your hand or in your life will be equivalent to your prayer life. We know light plays a, a, a part, the word of God, but prayer also. In Hebrews 13, verse 18 and 19, Paul was talking to the Hebrew Christians. And he says something that got my attention. He says, pray for us. And we trust that we have a good conscience in all things willing to live honestly. But I beseech you that you rather, that you did rather to do this. Why, Paul? That I may be restored to you the sooner. That means prayer gives you speed. There are some things that are not happening in your life quick enough because you lack light and you don't pray. Hallelujah. The more knowledge men have gained in science, the faster things work. Computers work faster. Cars go faster. Why? Because there's light. The same way in your life. The more your knowledge increases, the more your speed in life increases. And Paul shows us here a role that prayer plays. He says, rather do this that I may be restored to you this sooner. That means it could have happened later. You see that? So the speed at which things happen in your life is equivalent to your devotion to prayer. Are you out there? 2 Thessalonians 3 verse 1. It says, finally brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free cause and be glorified even as it is with you. Free cause. See? That means without prayer, things will happen slower. Tell someone you need to pray. Yeah, people don't want to pray. They are crying and crying and crying. Pray. And we define what prayer is. Prayer is not crying. What do we say? We say prayer is a verbal request. Made upon God the Father based on His Word, which is promised to meet that need. Then we said prayer is inviting God to intervene in the affairs of men. We also said prayer is partnering with God in His redemptive plan. Are you all there? So we see that through prayer, we accelerate and facilitate our own progress. Through prayer, we accelerate and facilitate our own progress. Because there are hindering spirits out there. 
In 1 Corinthians 16 verse 9, Paul says, A great door and effectual is open unto me, and there are many adversaries. There are many of you doors have opened unto you, but there are demons hindering it. In 1 Thessalonians 2 verse 18, Paul said something. Paul said, I wanted to come unto you once and again, even I, Paul, but Satan did what? Hindered us. Tell someone you need to pray. You need to pray. You need to pray. You know, I'm a student of church growth. And the man that pastored the largest church in the world then, Dr. David Yonguchu, grew his church to 850,000 members. He was a praying man. Their church was a praying church and a fasting church. They had all nights every Friday. People had personal all nights. People were praying around the praying. Nobody had been able to beat that record. The person that is jetting towards that record right now is the dear man of God, Dr. David Oedipo. They have over 400,000 members. 28,853 cells. They are moving towards that. And we realize that they are a praying church. Every day, 5.30, people are praying in Lagos, in different prayer centers, praying every day, 5.30 in the morning. So whenever, let me say this, a praying church is a growing church. And a growing church is a, is a praying church. Because prayer is a fuel for revival. See, prayer is the fuel for revival. Hallelujah. So you can see Paul was hindered. Go back to 2 Thessalonians 3 verse 1. Paul says, pray that the word of the Lord will have a free cause. So if we don't pray, to don't have a free cause. Give it to me very quickly in the Amplified Version, please. It says, furthermore, brethren, do pray for us. Why, Paul? That the word of the Lord may speed on. See, your speed in life is tied to your prayer. Many don't want to pray. They are stagnated. They are crying. Running to prayer houses. Pray for yourself. I told you last week, I said they will tell you, bring 25,000 naira for the provision and we'll fast for you. But I told you to be sincere with yourself because they've collected from like 25 people that day. So are you sure they are praying your own prayer? Just someone pray for yourself. It says, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may speed on. So without prayer, no speed. There's a man of God, I respect him. He's one of the men God has taught me a lot through. And he entered the first phase of his life, hear me, after 31 years of his ministry. He doesn't believe in prayer. After 31 years, you enter the first phase of your ministry. 31 years. Tell someone, prayer will give you speed. He doesn't believe in prayer. When you're going to preach, he doesn't even pray. He said the anointing is there. He said for a long time, his meetings were not all seen crowd. Because there's no prayer. Are you following me? There was no prayer. A church in America 
And I didn't know the man was going to prayer because he had simple messages and all that. And I learned that throughout the prayer, this message, there are people praying throughout the message. As he's preaching, people are praying. I said, ah. Prayer gives you speed. Look at the Bible. Go, give it to us again, please. It says, do pray for us that the word of the Lord may speed on. Is there something stagnated? That the word of the Lord may speed on, spread rapidly. See that? And run its course and be glorified, extolled, and triumph even as it has done with you. Paul says, if we are going to see the results we saw before, pray for us. Tell someone, pray. Yeah, you better pray. Look at your life. Are things fast? Are they slow? If they are slow, pray. One of the largest churches in the UK is Kingsway International Christian Center, KICC. They are a praying and fasting church. The largest church in Europe is pastored by Pastor Sonia Delaja in Ukraine. And he's a prayer and fasting man. They pray and fast. He fasts. Fast. Are you out there? So, I look at churches that for 25 years, how many years they are refused? They are not praying. If you're not praying, your preaching will be noise. It says that the word of the Lord may speed on. How long have I been in this city? And now we are shaking the whole world. From Yenagua. To speed on. Right here, I was here when the man of God called me and said, God is saying to him, every time he kneels down. That's why I told you, I said, God talks to people about me a lot. Every time he kneels down, God will tell him, he said, that's young man, that that work will spread it will cover the land. Not just here. South, south, southeast, southwest. Every time in that person. Tell someone, pray. If you like, don't pray. Say, no, I don't believe in much prayer. I believe in Ajibata praying. Pray Ajibata prayer, no problem. You're running your own race. I'm running my own race. Are you out there? Number eight, through prayer, we enforce God's will upon the earth. Through prayer, we enforce God's will upon the earth. Matthew 6 verse 10. It said, thy kingdom come, thy will be done where? On earth as it is where? In heaven. Through prayer, we enforce God's will upon the earth. In 1 Timothy 2 from verse 1 to 4, Paul tells us to pray. And he shows us the impact of prayer in society. 1 Timothy 2 verse 1. Look at this. He says, I exhaust therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, and intercessions and giving of thanks made for all men, for kings and for those who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and what? And honesty. That means every society takes the shape of the prayer life of the saints. So Nigeria is a reflection of the prayer life of Nigerians. It says that we may live 
a peaceable life. If there is no peace in a society, they are not praying. That we may live a peaceable life in all godliness and what? And honesty. So when there's rampant corruption, what's happening? We are not praying. You can't legislate morality. Did you understand? You cannot legislate morality. With all the police force in America, they still take drugs more than any other country. They are one of the highest drug-consuming nations in the world. You can't legislate morality. Female trafficking happens. One of the highest places they traffic females to and traffic females is America. You see? Follow your statistics. Prayer. If we are going to see changes in society, we must pray. Tell someone we must pray. It's a must. Prayer is a must. A man ought always to pray. We must pray. Look at verse 3. It says, For this is good and accepted in the sight of God our Savior, verse 4, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. So if we don't pray, we will not be seeing people saved. As soon as Zion travails, as Zion 6 verse 8, she, she brought forth her children. Shall the nation be born in a day? But as soon as Zion travails, she brought forth. So if we want to see souls saved, we must pray. Number nine, prayer changes you. It's a saying people say prayer changes things. Prayer changes you. Luke 9 verse 28. Look at Jesus. He was praying. Luke 9 28. And it came to pass about and eight days after the saying, he took Peter and John and James and went up into a mountain to do what? To pray, verse 29. And as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered and his raiment was white and glistening. Prayer changes you. Prayer changes you. Because the more you pray, especially speaking in other tongues, the influence of God's spirit will be stronger over your life. The reason why many Christians are vulgar, they don't speak in tongues for a long time. That's why they use the F word. You know what the F word is? I used to call it the four-letter word, but some people, somebody met me and said, ah, people don't understand the four-letter word. Said the F word. People use the F word. Pastors use it even when they are preaching. That means the individual is not speaking in tongues for a long time because prayer will sanctify your tongue. When some people open their mouth, their mouth is a gutter. Vulgar, dirty, spiritually smelling words. But if you will spend time praying in tongues, it will not come out from your mouth. Tell someone, spend time praying in tongues. Look at this very quickly. 1 Corinthians 4.2 Speaking about prayer. 1 Corinthians 14.2 Rather, 14.2 14.2 So for he that speaketh an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men but unto God. For no man understands in how bait in the spirit speaketh mysteries. Verse 3 For he that prophesies speaketh unto men to edification, exhortation, and comfort. Give me verse 4. That's where we're stopping. For he that speaketh an unknown tongue does what? Edified himself to build and repair the house. You're building up your spirit, man. You're also repairing your body because your body is the house of the Lord. See? 
And that's why I tell you, if you will speak in tongues for a long time, the healthier you will be. It will affect your health because you are repairing this house. People don't speak in tongues. Before you know it, they have pain here. They have this sickness. They have that one. You have ball. You have uh, this one. If you are speaking in tongues, life is given to your mortal body. People don't speak in tongues for a long time. They only speak in tongues in church. If you will begin to engage in quality prayer, speak you are there praying you'll be amazed you'll be healthy i've been preaching since tuesday and you know i preach long and i'll preach morning and evening i will train the staff in the morning teach in the evening since tuesday on saturday i minister to the men from 10 to 2 30. I was teaching and answering questions and came back yesterday and taught and went for evangelism won 12 souls came back from evangelism taught in church and I've been teaching since morning speaking in tongues tomorrow I will be in Port Harcourt I'll minister on Tuesday Monday evening Tuesday evening, Wednesday morning, travel back to Inegua, preach first and second service, if Pastor does take first service, then Thursday training for the leaders, Friday, Saturday, then Saturday morning with the men uh, for man to man, in the evening, the, the training on Sunday, we will minister the four services in the evening, we will do other things, then on Monday and Tuesday, equip morning and evening. I'm still sound. Speaking in tongues. And the brain is still sound. Are you not hearing how sound the messages? Speaking in tongues. Are you out there? You're speaking in tongues. Do we speak in tongues? When I was sharing with the minister, I said, My scared, he said, Pastor, we need to beg you to rest. We are coming to take you from your church. You should go and rest. It's not my strength, it's the strength from the inward man. It says, As your days, so shall your strength be. Are you following me? Tell someone, speak in tongues. Yeah, people don't speak in tongues. That's why they are so weak spiritually. There are some days I study till 5 a.m. Or past 5, dress and come to church and teach till the end of the service and answer questions for people who want to see me sometimes after the service and go home and I did not die. You went from one night to slept the whole day. May God forgive you your foolishness and your sins. How can you sleep a whole day because you went for one night? What of the man that hardly sleeps? When should he sleep? He should sleep a whole year. Are you following me? See, it's the strength of your spirit. You edify yourself. You are speaking in tongues. You see your weak tongues on fear speaking. Who's keke? Who's keke? Who's keke? Who's keke? I better pass my neighbor, Jen. Who's keke? Who's keke? You need four in that, Jen. Some of you will say, let us pray now. You'll be repeating the same thing. Brethren, let's pray. Are you from Hallelujah. Tell someone, pray. Yeah, you need to pray. Many of you are not praying. It shows. It shows on your face. It shows in your movement. When you see some of you walking, it's a movement of hopelessness. Pray. Tell someone, pray. 
when you are praying, there's a spring in your steps. Hallelujah. Number 10. Why do we pray? To restrain the work of the enemy upon the earth. You restrain the work of the enemy when you pray. Some of you in your life, Satan is just running rampant. You are not praying. In Matthew 6 verse 10, it says that we'll be done on earth. Matthew 6 verse 12. Give it 6 verse 12. Matthew 6 12. Hear what Jesus said in our prayer. Give me 13. He says, and lead us into temptation, but deliver us from where? From evil. 2 Thessalonians 3 verse 1 and 2. Paul told them to pray that the word of God may have free cause. Let me glorify even as it is with you. But look at verse 2. That we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men for all men have not faith. So Paul says if you don't pray we will not be delivered from wicked men. Why are people killed? They are killed for lack of prayer. Nobody was praying. Why was he kidnapped? Why was she kidnapped? There was no prayer. Look at verse 2. That we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. You they kidnap someone's grandmother, slapping a grandmother. What is wickedness? Nobody was praying. Tell someone pray. I went to a house and the man was telling me about something that happened in the family. And he said that the armed robbers came around the area and said, but that night, the son said, let us pray. And they began to speak in tongues. He said he was one that won't stop the prayer. When the robbers came, and uh, they were, and he, he blew a whistle, and somebody came out of, of another house, and the robbers shot the person, the bullet hit something and went back to hit the robber. The robber died. So I said, someone pray. You will pray for yourself in the night. You will get you will pray so that we may be delivered. Paulo, 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 Apostle Paulo. We we are junior apostles. We are Apostle Paul. Is Paul is the apostle? He says that we, Paul, may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. How can someone enter another person's house? Slap. Slap the man. Say, so where the money? Say, I don't get. So, you don't go get. Say, so the man pay your salary. Why did not pay you? Is it his fault? Unreasonable and wicked men. Nonsense. They never pay you. We just come here, break the door for nothing. We don't come get anything. It's prayer that delivers you from such things. Armed robbers will not see your house. I said, armed robbers will not see your house. I said, armed robbers will not see your house. In the name of Jesus, you will not be kidnapped. In the name of Jesus, you will not be assassinated. In the name of Jesus. See, you pray. We pray for our members steady that they be delivered. How can a man just see a girl and rape her? Because nobody was praying for her. See, that's why it's important you pray. You pray for your children. You pray for your wife. You pray. You pray for your members. You pray. Four men raped one woman. 
wickedness. And they were just taking turns and taking turns. Nobody was praying. See, that's why we all need to pray. You will pray for yourself. There are wicked people in this world. How can a full-grown man sleep with a four-year-old? Wickedness. Then they arrested him. He slept with so many children. They said, why are you doing this? He said, I didn't want to go to a prostitute. I'm a Christian. I said, Jesus Christ. This guy is a, he's a devil. He's a wicked and unreasonable. That's why you need to pray for your children. They are going to school. Is it not someone's daughter that was in a bathroom uh, going to ease herself? And a young boy caught her inside the toilet? Tell somebody pray. See, all this, all this your spiritual laxity is holding you behind in life. The devil is having a few days. No violence. No forcefulness. Are you out there? Alright, quickly. Let's run. Number 11. Are you out there? Why should we pray? To overcome hardship or affliction. We pray to overcome hardship or affliction. James 5 verse 13. Is any afflicted? What did he say? Let him pray. Is any afflicted? Let him pray. Pray. Are you afflicted? They weren't afflicted. It's the Greek word kakopatheo. Kakopatheo. Hallelujah. Now, kakopatheo means to undergo hardship. It is spelled kako. K-A-K-O-P-A-T-H-E-O. Kakopatheo. It means to undergo hardship, to be afflicted, to endure affliction. So it says, in, Is any afflicted? Let him pray. Stop waiting for someone to pray for you. Stop en engaging prayer merchants. Let him. It is the one who's wearing the shoe that knows how it hurts. See, that thing has not paid you enough. That's why you are giving money to somebody to pray. You have money. When you don't have money, you will fast for yourself. You will pray for yourself. Just want to pray for yourself. Yeah, you pray for yourself. Number 12. We pray to receive grace and mercy. Don't forget, it is grace that determines your speed in life. Grace is supernatural assistance. Supernatural assistance for common progress. That's what grace is. Hebrews 4 verse 16. Give it to me. It says, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. It says, that we may obtain mercy and what? And find grace to help where? In time of need. Are you following me? So, when you need grace, you know that this season you need, you, need super, you need supernatural help. Pray. Number 13, very quickly. We pray to activate the ministry of angels. We pray to activate the ministry of angels. Daniel 9, 21 to 23. Give it to me quickly. Daniel 9, 21 to 23. 
Yea, while I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being crucified swiftly, touched me at about the time of the evening oblation. Verse 22. And informed me and talked with me and said, Oh, Daniel, I am now come forth to give this skill and understanding. Next verse, please. At the beginning of thy supplications, your prayer, the commandment came forth, and I am come to show thee, for thou art greatly beloved, and therefore understand the matter and consider the vision. When we pray, God dispatches angels. So you want to see angels active in your life, you pray. Acts 12 verse 5, very quickly. Acts 12 verse 5. So Peter therefore was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. See, that's why we pray for one another. See, we pray for one another. We, 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 on Mondays, we pray this, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You, you, are there, you are praying for another person because when you are praying for another person, you are sowing a seed for yourself. What you pray that should not happen in another person's life will not happen in your own. You see? That's why you pray. Look at this. It says, prayer was made for him, verse 6, quickly. quickly. It says, and when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers. He would have killed him the next day. Peter would have died, anointed as Peter was. If you read your Bible, in from verse 1 to 4, James was killed with the edge of James. An apostle was killed just like that because the church was not a praying church. A minister died and a dear man of God said because his church was not praying for him. That's why you pray for your pastor. You are praying for your pastor. Steady, you are praying for your pastor. Now look at this, verse 7. It says, And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and the light shined in the prison, and he smote Peter on the side, and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly, and his chains fell off from his hand. Peter was delivered because people prayed. Angels moved. You want to see the ministry of angels, you must pray. Are you out there? 14 quickly to contain for the manifestations of our prophecies you pray to contain for the manifestation of your prophecy there are things God has told you Satan is hindering them so now you will pray to see that those things come to pass 1 Timothy 1 verse 18 I've always told you this scripture look at what Paul told his son Timothy look at what he said listen to this 1 Timothy 1 verse 18 it says, this charge I commit unto the son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them might as what? Might as war a good warfare. To see the fulfillment of your promise, there is war. So, we pray so that we, to see the manifestation of our prophecies, give me Deuteronomy 2 verse 34. Deuteronomy 2 verse 34. You want to see what God promised to come to pass, you engage in prayer. Meaningful, intelligent, strategic praying. It says, give me verse 36. Did minute two quickly. All right. It says, from around, which is by the brink of, of the river, it says, and, and on, and from the city that is by the river, even on the gate, there was none one city too strong for the Lord our God delivered unto, all unto us. See, we, we contain so that God delivers this city. You pray. When I first got to Yenegua, the first lesson that welcomed me was. One of the spirits of the land. He stood at the door. It was, it was as though there was no door. He said, go back to where you came from and leave my people alone. That's serious business. I've never had such an encounter in my life. He said, go back to where you came from. Leave my people alone. So, I continued my business in Biasa, teaching and preaching. 
And every night that thing will come. One day it came and there was this strong evil presence. Those who were with me praying, they were scared. They went to the wall. I had two brothers were with me praying that night. And they went because the evil presence was so strong. As I was praying, I got to a point I said, devil, I came here not because of any other reason but because God sent me. And God told me, he said, they that sat in darkness saw a great light. To them, to them that sat in region and shadow of death, light is sprung forth. As I said that, the thing just cleared up. I met another pastor I was sharing because then I'm not sharing it publicly. And I said, this is the experience I had. He said he had the same experience. He said his own was so bad that the thing would stand in front of him in the service. Go back to where he came from. I will naked you from this town. Then I told him, I said, if God didn't send you here, then you better leave because I had a commission. But he was here to make money. Before he left in the he was raping girls. The devil had stripped him naked. He left the town. Raping girls. Tell someone pray. Are you out there? I'll take two more. Zechariah 10 verse 1, quickly. It says, ask ye of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain. It's time for the rain. Oh. But it says, ask God. The time has come. Say, but you ask God for the rain in time. So the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain to every grass of the field. So your prophetic time may have come, but you have to pray to say it's fulfillment. You see, also see that in Daniel 9, 2 to 4. Very important. You want to see your prophetic fulfillment? You must pray. When God gives you a prophetic word, you have to contain for its manifestation. 15. The place of prayer is the place of divine direction. Write this down. 2 Samuel 5, 18 to 20. 2 Samuel 5, 18 to 20. So you, you learn to converse with God so he can show you what you need to do so he can give you direction. You can also see this in 22 to 25. Shall I go up? Will you deliver them into my hands? David's asking. Acts 10. Peter was praying when God told him about Cornelius' household. Acts 10. Cornelius was also praying when God told him about sending for Peter for the salvation of his household. It's a place of direction. Whenever you start praying, position yourself to hear. Whenever you start praying, position yourself to hear. Some old saints, they tell us that when we are praying, we should, you should put a notebook by your side because you are expecting God to speak to you because prayer is not a monologue. It is what? A dialogue. Prayer is communicating with God the Father. Communication is a two-way thing. See, I'm talking to God, he's talking to me. The last point, 16. The place of prayer is the place of divine empowerment. The place of prayer is the place of divine empowerment. In Acts 4, 29 to 33, the apostles, they prayed, and the Bible said, when they had prayed, the place shook, and what happened? And the Bible tells us, with great power, I gave the apostles witness of the resurrection, and the Bible lets us know that there was great grace upon them all. It was prayer that released the grace, it was prayer that released great power. Through prayer, they went from power to great power. Acts 1, 8, they had power. After prayer, great power. James 5, verse 16, the Amplified Version, the latter part, it says, they had felt Continued prayer of a righteous man make a tremendous power available. Prayer makes power available. 
The power of God is in you. But when you speak in tongues, you activate that power. See? So you need to begin to activate the power. Tell someone, activate the power. Yeah. That's why many of you are weak. Many of you are scared. You are not praying. And if you're not praying, you're playing with your life. I shared with you Ken Higgins' story. He said he had this thing to pray that somebody will soon have accidents and fly from the windshield. So he always tell his family as they enter their car, everybody belt down, everybody belt down, everybody belt down. And before long, you heard that his niece had an accident. And she flew from the windshield and fell on burning a coal tar. How painful her death was. Because Kenny Hagin didn't pray. As anointed as Kenny Hagin was, his niece died because he didn't pray. I don't care how anointed you are, you ought to pray. As anointed as Jesus was, he prayed. Are you aware that Jesus prayed? He gave us Hebrews 5 verse 5. Let's close with that. Hebrews 5 5. As anointed as Jesus was, he prayed. It says, so also Christ glorified himself to me and I am priest, but he that said unto him, Doubt my son to thee have I begotten in verse 6. Jesus is the high priest. And he said also in another place, Thou the priest forever after the order of Melchizedek, verse 7 now. Who in the days of his flesh, Jesus, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered prayers and supplication with strong crying and tears unto him that's able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared. Jesus prayed prayers. So with strong crying and Jesus said, so I don't pray. Jesus has prayed for me. He has finished the praying. The Jesus said, oh, men ought always to pray. No, we are under grace. We don't pray. Paul said, that wrote, the grace Paul says, pray without ceasing. Ephesians 6, 18, praying always without prayer and supplication of the spirit for all saints. Ephesians 6, Paul, grace, two grace places. He already told, 1 Timothy 2, verse 1. Paul also tells us to pray. So I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions are given on things. Paul, the apostle of, of grace, tells somebody to pray.